and welcome back. My name is Mr. Derek Tillis. I have been on a spending spree between buying a new house, a lawnmower, and a Mustang convertible, Power Wheels. I'm stressed out. Don't you think Mr. Murphy is really loud on the podcast and in person? Like, come on, man. I'm standing right next to you. Hello, Elk Mound. I am Mr. Jerry Murphy, and I'll tell you, Mr. Tillis, as I listened to the last podcast, and I always do this. Every podcast I listen because I always want to get better for the next one. I feel like I, I'm screaming most of the time, and I just want our listeners to know that I am not an angry person. I'm a very happy person. I just get excited, so I'm going to work on that today. If it seems like I'm not as excited as I normally am, I'm like consciously trying just to kind of chill out a little bit. So there's that. And I want everybody to know that my favorite 80s pop singer was Michael Jackson. I even had, when I was a kid, this like little silver glove pin for my jacket. It was my Michael Jackson glove pin. So that's right. I was just as cool back in the 80s as I am now. Well, I, I think it's a combination between you you talking loud, just in general, that plus you sit really close to your computer screen. I've noticed in all of our like work meetings, like everyone else, you can see like the walls behind them and they're really small on the screen and it's just your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, that's just, uh, I like to have a presence. I, I, I want to take, you know, when I'm in a room. I want to take control of that room. So if I can't take control of the room physically, I want everybody just to think, oh my goodness, Murphy is here. We must listen. <laughs> Next meeting, I'm going to be just my eyeball. <laughs> All right. So enough of my uh, problems that I'm working on, Mr. Tillis. How about we get to topic number one? Let's do it. All right. So Mr. Tillis, what is your favorite animal? And before you answer that, I just want everybody to know that this topic was suggested by one of our listeners, and I thank you for your suggestions. Just a reminder, students and parents, if you check out the Elk Mound Music um, website, which is simply elkmoundmusic.com, there's a uh, Google form where you can give us topics. So if you want us to talk about something, give us some ideas. So throughout today's episode, you're going to hear some of our students' ideas. So Mr. Tillis, student idea number one, what is your favorite animal? Well, it changed just, uh, I don't know, maybe four years ago or so, but um, for a long time, my favorite animal was a squirrel, just because I thought they're cute, they can climb up trees really well, they fly, um, and I thought they'd be fun, but now it's a duck. I love ducks. Um, I love going to like the fairs in the summertime and seeing all the ducks and other animals too, but I, I walk down duck row and I quack at them all and they quack back. It's a lot, it's a lot of fun. Oh, that's um, cute. Hopefully one day we'll have ducks at our new house. Cause uh, now we have the room for them and uh, I would love to have a pet duck, maybe three of them. And I could call them Huey, Dewey and Louie. I love it. I, oh, that's great. Hey, going back to the, to the whole squirrel thing. I do not like squirrels. We have this bird feeder on our deck and this is like the third bird feeder that we've gotten because like we love to watch the birds from our window, but these squirrels they they eat all the bird feed. So we we got this this special bird feeder that is like far away. It, it's attached to our deck, but there's a long pole that extends out to where the actual food is. And there's like this crazy acrobatic squirrel that is like upside down doing this tightrope walk to get to the, the 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 food, and he still does it, and it's so annoying. You know, I saw this thing online, and I actually was just talking to my dad about it recently. 
where you can get a bird feeder that is freestanding on a pole. And maybe you could use it on your one on the deck. I don't know. But then around the pole, you attach a slinky. So then the, the squirrel starts to climb up the pole. And once it gets to the slinky, it falls down because the slinky will extend. Huh. That would probably not work for us because it would probably work for the first couple of days. But then I would probably want to play with the slinky. So I'd probably <laughs> end up taking the slinky down. It's pretty fun. You can watch videos online and the, sometimes the squirrels let, don't let go and they get sprung into the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. And hey, uh, there was another student question, Mr. Tillis, and I'm just going to ask you. It was, when is Mr. Tillis's birthday? Well, hold on, hold on. You didn't answer your favorite animal yet. I did. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Tillis. So were you done? I am, yeah. yeah okay, so so my favorite animal, and, and thank you very much for for yielding your time to me, I would probably say a cheetah. And those things are, they're fast, Mr. Tillis. Have you ever seen those like nature shows and like cheetahs going to get their, their, their food? Those things can move. I think I read somewhere that like they can run 60 miles an hour or some just crazy speed. So if I were not a band director, I would probably be a cheetah. Besides Batman. Besides, yeah, those I would actually be a combination of Batman, like a, it would be like a cheap Batman. Well, um, one of my shows that my daughter watches is called The Lion Guard, and the cheetah always runs ahead because it's so fast. The Lion Guard, I've never heard of that. It's like a, a show going off of The Lion King. Oh, cool. We'll have to check that out. But anyway, um, did you, I forget, did you ask the other question from a student? I did. So that the, the other question from a student was, when is Mr. Tillis's birthday? Because as it's been well well documented, well documented, my birthday was last week, and I so far year number forty two is is going wonderfully. But when is um, Mr. Tillis's birthday? Uh, my birthday is October second, so it's during the school year as well, but more towards the beginning. October second, I will mark that in my calendar, Mr. Tillis, and we will have a party. I'm actually writing it down right now. Don't worry, you'll forget about it later. I will not. I will not, Mr. Tillis. All, All right, right. Let's go to the next topic. So um, we're almost through virtual learning for the year. Hopefully, we will be back to normal next fall. But what would you say has been your biggest frustration with virtual learning, and what has been your greatest success, Mr. Murphy? Yeah, so I'm going to start with my frustrations first. And and they're not, you know, huge frustrations, but they're, they're just like these little things that I wish I could make better. First thing is probably broken instruments. Um, I, I just feel horrible when a student, e you know, emails me or sends me a Google message saying that I, I can't play a certain note. And then I'll try to connect with them on, on Google Hangouts. And I'm having them turn their instruments like, you know, all these different directions. I'm just trying to, you know, diagnose what the problem is. So I, I say the... Uh, what my, my biggest frustrations is, you know, broken instruments and not being able to help the students fix them. Because in class, you know, a, a student has a, you know, a jammed valve or something like that. I can fix it in 15 seconds and they're back to playing. This situation, if a student has a broken instrument, you know, without my help or, you know, a, a professional repair person's help, it could be a week or so before they can start playing again. So um, there's there's my first frustration. Second frustration is not being able to to properly say goodbye to the to the graduating senior class. And by the way, congratulations, seniors! We had um, a ceremony in Elk Mound the last couple of days, and uh, congratulations to you guys for for uh, uh, graduating high school. But I, I I just 
don't feel that I said goodbye to them properly. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to, you know, come together this, this summer and do some kind of ceremony. But, you know, I, I've been their teacher for eight years. I, I meet these kids in fifth grade and, you know, I, I have them all the way until they, they grad or they, they graduate high school. And I, I really think that you and I, Mr. Tillis, have one of the best jobs in the school district because we can, you know, truly see these kids as fifth graders and we get to work with them every single year all the way un, uh, until they graduate high school. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, my wife has always said that she's a little bit jealous of that because, you know, um, we get to see kids multiple years and she only gets to see them really for one class because my wife teaches uh, as well. And so um, it is unique that we get to really see those kids grow and ourselves grow with them in a relationship that creates a really nice bond by the time that they do leave us. That It's a hard thing. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and when they do leave, like you, you've seen them, you know, go through some, you know, challenging parts of their lives. And it's, it's, it's you know, we, we've, I, I just think those, those connections are so huge. So um, like I said, hopefully we will get together this summer and, and, and have a nice ceremony and, and, you know, say, say our, our, our goodbyes. But um, anyway, successes. Yeah. So I would say that um, I've been able to make some connections with some students that I otherwise might not have been able to do in like a regular classroom environment. Um, I've been working one-on-one -on -one with students doing lessons and just kind of, you know, talking to them over Google Hangouts. And sometimes um, when I have a classroom of, you know, 70 or 90 students, you just don't have the time to talk to every single student. So there's some students that I might not have had a chance to talk to and, you know, see how their day is going and all those other things in a regular classroom environment. But I have been able to do that um, in our current situation. So, so that's been nice being, being able to connect with some of those students. Secondly, there was a student, um, earlier on in this process and, um, this student was, was having a tough time hitting an E flat on the trombone. And the student emailed me and said, you know, please be nice when you're grading my assignments because I'm really trying. And then the student wrote back a couple of days later and said, I did it. I just kept on trying and I hit that E flat. And that was like the coolest thing that I could have read because that's what, what that's, that's what music is all about. That's what teaching is all about. Just, you know, in order to get better, you have to fail first at times, you know, and you have to learn from those failures. And this student failed hitting that E flat, but just kept on trying and persevering and eventually got it. So that was very cool. And then I think the, the last kind of, you know, really big success that I had was I had several students and parents emailing me asking for more assignments in smart music. So that was really neat. So I, I created some, you know, kind of advanced classes for, for those students that they wanted more than, than the, the required workload. So how about yourself, Mr. Tillis? Frustrations and um, successes. All right. Uh, I'll start with frustration as well. Um, just the main thing is, you know, is not being face-to-face -face with students. Um, it's it's so much easier to help kids when in person versus over the internet. It's just been a challenge um, answering questions and having kids misunderstanding things and then having to have several conversations back and forth where if I was in person, it would just go over so much more smoothly. Um, and then as far as successes, you know, some of the assignments that I've given have have given me a greater insight into my students' abilities and the personalities. You know, some examples would be uh, I did, I've done sight reading assignments where kids have to read a piece of music that's brand new that they've never sang before. And 
although I assessed that with my high schoolers, I had never assessed that with my, my middle schoolers before. And it, it really showed me the skills that my students have. And, and, and it's a very proud moment that um, when you can hear them singing and doing so well on their own. Other things like that, I had a meme assignment where I got to see a lot of kids' uh, personality shine through where they, they made fun of um, either you or myself and just uh, things that we had fun in over the year in class. And then I have a final project right now that my kids are working on where they're creating their own concerts, uh, a make-believe concert for next year. And they're picking their own music and stuff like that. And just the things that they've been doing with this project has been very fun for me to see. And uh, it's it's a great way to end the year, I think, in regards of everything that's going on. So Yeah, awesome. Very good, Mr. Tillis. Hey, so before we get to topic number three, I just want to ask you, uh, how am I doing? Am I talking too loud? No, you're doing great. You've been well reserved. Yeah, thanks. And, and I feel like my my blood pressure is probably like at a more you know appropriate level too. So I'm just I, I'm actually sitting back right now and very relaxed. And I I'm, I'm enjoying this, Mr. Tillis. Well, I'm glad that you can relax finally. All right, all right. Topic number three, Mr. Tillis. So um, currently, our students are working at home learning music without our daily help. So what advice can you offer our students as they work on brand new um, music or exercises by themselves? And do you mind if I start this one off first? I do not. All right. So I would say my biggest piece of advice, if you are learning new music by yourself without the day-to-day guidance of your music teacher, first of all, just do your best. That is all we ask for. That's all anybody asks for. Just do your best. Don't try to master an entire piece of music at one time because that is so overwhelming. If you have a 16 measure exercise, don't feel like you have to get all 16 measures down at once. What I like to do is when I, I learn new music, I'll take four, two, two measures at a time, four measures at a time. Just learn that little chunk. Once you feel good about that, go on to the next part, go on to the next part and, and just learn the piece that way. Don't feel like you have to do the entire thing. Now, you can sight read the entire piece of music. That's that's great. Try and sight read it, make mistakes, try and keep on going. But then when it comes time just to learn it, go back two to four measures at a time and just have fun. Um, and, and, and notice I said have fun and music should be fun. That's why I fell in love with music. I had fun in my high school band and I have fun being a music teacher and just think about what you're doing. And, and really this is the point of our lives right now. We're all in quarantine and this whole COVID-19 thing is going on and we need music more than ever. So just really enjoy making music. If you make mistakes, you know, who cares, man, you learn from those mistakes. And then the, the next time you do it, you might make the same mistake. You might not, but just do your best. How about yourself, Mr. Tillis? Yeah, mine's very similar. You know, I, I, I'd i say, you know, go with your instincts. Uh, performing music is one of the most human things that you can do. If you trust your gut, um, you'll do your best. You know, Murph, Murph and I will help you when we're back together. But for now, do what you think is right. Have fun. If you do have a questions, do not hesitate to contact us. But going off of what Mr. Murphy said, you know, just have fun and do it in smaller chunks. And just really 
um, don't worry about the, the small things right now because we have better things to do in our lives right now than worry about the small things. Yep, absolutely. And I like the part where you said that you and I will be there next year. We'll be there to help you guys out and just just forget the small things, right? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, Mr. Tillis, normally at this point in the uh, program, we'd have a commercial, which is normally a, a very uh, silly commercial that uh, you and I like to chuckle about. But uh, one of our listeners gave us a great idea to play a, a virtual game of rock, paper, scissors. Are, do you want to do that? Yeah, I'm game. Now, uh, how are we going to do that? Um, are we going to say like rock, paper, scissors, and then you say what you're going to do? Yeah, so I've been breaking down my strategy the last couple hours before we came on here just to because I, I really want to win this. What I will do is I will say rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay? And then as every single you know, rock, paper, scissors, every pulse there, you're going to kind of make the motion of the rock. And then on shoot, you're going to do what whatever your play is. And then we will verbally tell each other what we played. Um, let, let's use the honor system, okay? Okay. And then do you want to do best out of three, best out of five? I, and just so you know, you're going to lose either way, but we can pretend that you have a chance. Do you want to do best out of three or best out of five? <sighs> Let's do best out of five. Best out of five. Okay. So, are you ready, Mr. Tillis? Yeah, it's going to be hard to line up our voices, but here we go. Well, let's just do this. I'll just be the person to, to talk. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. And then also, and then also you, you edit this. Can we get some, like, some scary, like, intense music during this, this section? Anything you want, Mr. Murphy. Thank you, Mr. Tillis. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I had a rock. I had a rock. Oh, tie. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I had scissors. I had rock. Oh, that makes you the winner. Okay. Yeah, for one of them, yeah. One point for Mr. Tillis. Here we go. Ready and rock. Paper, scissors, shoot. I had a rock. I had a rock. Oh, this is this is awesome listening for our, our people at home. I'm sure they're just like on the edge of their chairs right now. The music's go. coming together. Ready, go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I had paper. I had paper. Ah, ready, go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I had paper. I had rock. Ah, one to one. Here we go. Ready, go. Rock. Paper, scissors, shoot. I had scissors. I had rock. Ah! Okay, two to one. Ready, go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I had paper. I had scissors. Oh, no. I win! That's awful. And honestly, I did say the ones that I did every time. And I, I did too. Um, oh, I'm embarrassed. I was just talking smack before we started this thing. And gave it right back to me so my hat is off to you I, I literally just took my hat off Mr. Tillis I didn't know you had one on I do it's my Chicago Cubs hat okay
All right, so moving along. That was a great game. We might do another virtual game next week. I hope that was uh, as intense for our listeners as it was for us. I realize I'm starting to scream again, so I'm going to tone it down a little bit. Topic number four, Mr. Tillis. It has been well documented that you and I are huge fans of The Office. What is your favorite episode? Now, this is an impossible question. And uh, what I'm going to say is what I wrote down. But uh, so here, here's what I, here's what I wrote. When I saw this question, I started thinking through all the episodes, and I decided to just pick one that made me laugh just from looking at the title and the thumbnail on Netflix, um, because it, otherwise it's just too hard to pick. And so the first one, when I was just skimming through, that I laughed out loud was season three, episode seven, Survivor Man where Michael Scott goes out into the woods and tries to make a Survivor Man video like the TV show. That's a good one. That's In fact, um, my wife and I are, are watching season three right now, and I want to say like Survivor Man is coming up. So I'll, I'll watch off of that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and, and that is a, a very impossible question. And I, I've seen the series, you know, quite a few times. And, and I, I'm going to say that my favorite episode is Casino Night. And I, I'm going to say that, I don't know if I'm biased right now, but I just listened to the Office Ladies podcast, Break Down Casino Night, and my wife and I just watched that episode, just in our natural watching of The Office. So that's kind of the, the episode that's on my mind right now. Um, it might change in a, in a couple months as I, if, if, I, if I get into another episode. But Casino Night, is so, there's so much, so much stuff happened in that show. You know, that's, that's a show where, you know, Jim you know, professes his love for Pam and there's just so much going on. So um, I would say casino nights, but you're, you're right. It's an impossible question. Um, and, and this even got me into thinking that when, when uh, Steve Carell left the office, like it didn't, the, the, the last two seasons, they weren't the same, but like the, the, I felt like the office kind of reinvented itself and the first like seven seasons were really focused on Steve Carell, and then he was gone, and they kind of had to reinvent. I, I don't know. Do you kind of feel the same way? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for your your analysis. Yeah, I was just gonna say also in in my episode that I said I love um, when he's out in the woods by himself. He sings Happy Birthday, I think. Oh. And, and he sings it, and at the end, I think Jim comments saying that. He always does the high harmony at the end of Happy Birthday. So he's like, Happy Birthday to you. <laughs> he yeah. just stays up there. I love that. I wish I could <laughs> sing like in my falsetto that that well, because I, I do that every time. And, and I'll tell you <laughs> another thing. This I'm, We're just kind of thinking of things. I think that, you know, you, you know how people blow out birthday candles? Uh-huh. I would say that's probably about done now with the whole COVID-19 thing. Don't you think? (laughs) I thought that was kind of a disgusting tradition in the first place, but I think now like those days are probably about done. Well, related somewhat, I just saw a video of one of my friends who's actually a band director at Altoona and he uh, shared the video about using his mask and how when you have your mask on, you can't even blow out a candle. That's how good they are. Oh, crazy. Interesting. Huh. Well, Mr. Chillis, this has been fun. This has been some some relief for me. It's been uh, enjoyable talking to you. I'm glad you were able to calm down and not shout at me. That's right. So, and I will remain calm 
in our closing here. Uh, before I close, Mr. Tillis, any big Memorial Day plans? Uh, packing up stuff to move to the next house. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Murphy family, well, I think it's going to rain this weekend, which is kind of a bummer. But uh, we're just hanging out, living life. So, hey, Elk Mound, thank you for listening to our podcast. Check out that Google form that I talked about at the very beginning of the show. If there's ideas or anything you want us to discuss or if you have any uh, funny virtual games we can do, please let us know. Um, have a great weekend, Mounders. Remember, if you liked the podcast, tell all your friends. If you didn't, don't be a big mouth. I'll do better next time. Sorry, this one went a little bit longer, you guys. Until next time, you stay classy, Elk Mounders.